Welcome to Game of Stones, everybody. I am Sean Graham, Scott, alongside, as always, hello, Scott. Hello, Sean. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Uh, I, I, I thought I had something to say, but uh, I didn't. A uh, little peek behind the curtain. We, we waited, so I finished uh, some of my food before That's we right. started. So my mind is on lunch and food. Yes. And uh, one of the reasons we're recording over lunch time here in the East is that we had the opportunity to speak with a wonderful guest. Elena Stern joined us from Switzerland. So given the time difference, did it over lunch here in Ottawa. Scott, this is not so much a conversation about curling proper. Uh, it's more mm-hmm. a conversation of a story that came across my radar because of Elena Stern and one of her social media posts back in the spring. And it's on the issue of same-sex marriage in Switzerland. And I was very curious to read more about it once I saw this, because we associate, or at least I do, Western Europe with being a little more progressive than maybe some other parts of the world. So I was surprised to see this come up. So what has happened in Switzerland is that last December, in December 2020, They passed a law legalizing same-sex marriage. And in the aftermath of that, an organization that opposed this law was able to gather about 60,000 signatures. And in doing so, that prompts a referendum. Switzerland has direct democracy laws. So within 100 days of a law being passed, if you can get 50,000 signatures, it'll go to a referendum. And that's what's happened with this particular law. The Referendum is scheduled for next month in September, and we wanted to talk with Elena about the state of the campaign, where things are at, and the the level of support, and whatever we can do here in Canada, and for those of you who are listening across North America, in Europe, what we can do to support the campaign for the yes side, so that same-sex marriage is legal, and that this law is upheld in this referendum. So, Scott... What was your initial take? Were you as surprised as I was when when you heard of this referendum? Uh, a little bit, Sean. I I know a little bit about Switzerland and that I think they were one of the last countries where women were allowed to vote. I think it was in the 80s at some point, uh, which is by itself kind of like, what? What? Right. Really? Uh, so in that way, that really didn't solve me that it wasn't or it really didn't shock me that it was not a law yet, but it does shock me that the, you know, there's enough opposition that it has to go to a referendum. So, I mean, what we'll see, we'll we'll hear from Elena and what her thoughts on the process are. We think of Europe as more progressive, right? So, yeah. uh, you would expect uh, this to to pass as a no brainer, but. You know, you, you got to get out there and vote and you got to go and do it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we've all thought we knew the results of some elections before and it turned out different. So uh, the only way to ensure it is to go and vote. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Scott, just a quick note that the 
women's suffrage in Switzerland passed federally 1971. So yeah, much later than uh, some other places. So, uh, and that was a referendum that was held. So it says here, uh, 65% that was held, yeah. of men, male but, voters. Uh, but probably, that. yeah, no women were able to vote because... Because they the law, either. the law was asking, yeah, very strange how that one would work, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so yeah. a little later uh, in, in that regard. But yeah, so let's get right into our chat. Elena Stern was very generous with her time to come in and speak with us and, and explain a little bit about what's going on the ground there in Switzerland and what we can all do as a curling community to offer our support going into the vote next month. So let's get right to that chat with the great Elena Stern. All right. And Elena Stern joins us now from Switzerland. Elena, how are you today? Hi, I'm really good. How are you? Doing pretty well. Thank you so much for joining us to talk about this. This is something that isn't really on the radar of a lot of folks in Canada or North America, particularly, I think, now with everything going on in the West in Canada, and and now there's going to be an election here. But it is something that's really important that I think all of us in the curling community should really pay attention to. So for anyone who might not know, what is the background of the referendum that's coming up next month in Switzerland and why is this happening now? So as you're saying, we're having a referendum on same-sex marriage in September, so pretty much in a month. And um, many people actually don't know that uh, same-sex couples can't get married in Switzerland. Um, it's a bit surprising. We're like one of four countries in Western Europe, I think, who don't have that. So it's really, really important that we finally get a chance to vote on this. As you're saying, it's a referendum, which basically means that Swiss, uh, the Swiss government already passed a law on this. But in Switzerland, people have a chance to um, collect signatures against that law if it passed uh, within the Swiss parliament and then um, have this referendum. So the Swiss citizens now get to vote on if we want to accept that or not. And that's also the reason why we're having it right now. We've been talking about um, marriage equality since 2013 already. Um, I mean, even earlier, but that's when it really started within the Swiss parliament. And they didn't find a law to agree on until December 2020, which is a pretty long time. And uh, the only thing we have right now since 2007 is registered partnerships. and we, that means that um, same-sex couples do have a lot of uh, rights, but just not all of them. For example, adoption is not possible, fertility treatments are not possible, and facilitated citizenships for the foreign partner, if there is a foreign partner, isn't possible. So, yeah, that's, that's what we're voting on right now. You mentioned that uh, the Swiss parliament passed this law. Uh, so what is the overall level of support for same-sex marriage w- within Switzerland? Uh, I would assume it would be pretty broad, but uh, w- what do you think? Yeah, it's really hard to tell because I feel like there is there is really two issues here. The one thing is people approving of two people of uh, the same sex or gender being together and getting married. I feel like a lot of people support that. But there is a whole other topic that comes with it right now that is the question of IVF treatment in general or, yeah, mm-hmm. just just that. And especially now for um, same-sex couples having children. And that's, I feel like people really 
sometimes say, yeah, the one thing is fine, but the but children, no, that's not fine. And it's really hard to tell how people are going to vote on this because those things are, of course, connected. And um, yeah. So how would you assess the campaigning so far? We've seen some of your social media posts that are obviously advocating for the law that was passed in 2022 stand. And it seems like from the things that we see here it that that the campaign is going well. But again, that could be self-selection just of the people who we follow and we pay attention to. Uh, you mentioned there that you're not quite sure how the vote will go, but did you have a sense that the campaign is going well for those who are advocating for that law that was passed to stand? Yeah, I mean, in general, I really do think so. And some surveys already show that um, there is a yes tendency, um, but it's not very high, the tendency. And we have a whole other issue of people not really voting in Switzerland. So percentages of people actually voting on referendums are really, really low. So it's really, really important that people actually do vote if they have an opinion um, so that we get a, the representation that is actually true for Switzerland. But as far as I can tell right now, the the campaign is, is going really well. There is a lot of support, people getting active, and it's really nice right now as well in Switzerland because you see all the rainbow flags out everywhere. <laughs> so Switzerland is pretty colorful right now. That's good. And could you just explain to me too, I've, I've read a little bit about the Swiss uh, direct democracy system where anyone can get 50,000 signatures within 100 days of a law being passed and it'll go to mm-hmm. a referendum. Are these are these referenda, can they just happen as one-offs and this is the only thing that people are going to vote on or do they get compiled with some other election and there's multiple things you're voting for? Um, I'm not a really an expert on this, to okay. be honest. <laughs> so it's, it's hard yeah. for me to tell. But um, yeah, I mean, we're all, always vote on multiple things. We vote f- four times a year. Okay. And there is always there is also different levels. So you have those uh, like on Swiss level where the whole country is voting. And then you go down, you also have referendums and things to vote on in the cantons. Um, and also in your the town where you live in. So there is really uh, four times a year, there is a lot of things to vote on. And it's also um, quite a lot of work to do, actually, if you want to read everything and, and know what you're voting on. So Elena, uh, how can we here at the podcast and our audience help support you and the, the Yes campaign uh, in the next month or so leading up to the vote? Um, so I think spreading awareness is always the most important thing we can do. Um, if you see something that resonates with you, um, like share it on social media. If you know people who live in Switzerland or even people um, uh, who live in Canada and uh, can vote in Switzerland, talk to them, tell them this is happening and uh, tell them to vote. I always say like that's mm-hmm. the most important thing I can't force someone to vote yes or no. I mean, that's that's the thing with democracy. Everyone can do as they please. But I, I really think it's important that we use uh, this power as like a community that we have a chance to say something and have a say in this. And um, as long as we we vote and show, um, yeah, that we're here, I think that's the most important thing. So, yeah, I think talking about it and just spreading awareness is is very valuable. That's great. I'll, uh, I'll, I have a friend who lives in Canada who's from Switzerland. I'll be on the phone with her once we're done here. Perfect. <laughs> uh, 
And and Elena, how would you assess just generally the level of support that you've gotten as people have learned about this campaign, um, just within the curling community, maybe just in general in your travels as a as an elite level player. What is the the state of it? We talked with Greg Smith a couple of months ago, and mm-hmm. he gave us the sense that things are getting better. There's increasing support at the elite level, and, and we've seen it a little bit at the rec level as well. But in general, on, on LGBTQ2 plus issues and, and support for players, where do you think the sport is right now and, and the curling community is in, in supporting members of the community? Yeah, I think curling in general is a very fair and welcoming sport. And it also shows in how they welcome people or how they welcome diversity in sport. And um, yeah, I think a lot of equality is already established and also between men and women, I think. Um, It's still something maybe people gossip about and it's something worth talking about, but I don't think that's necessarily curling itself. That's just in general, it's still a huge thing. Like if someone comes out um, as gay or as lesbian, it's a huge thing and people talk about, it's worth mentioning. So we're not quite at the point yet where um, it doesn't really matter who you love. Mm. Um, But however, I I really think uh, if we keep working on this and keep improving and keep talking about it, that will definitely help. But I think curling, also as Greg says, things are getting better and things are on a pretty good level already. Like I never... I was never really out while I was an active like curling player at the elite level. So I can't really talk from experience, but from what I'm seeing, I never experienced or saw someone really, um, you know, being discriminated because of that. Not obviously. Um, I mean, I don't know if you've seen the panel I was uh, on a few months ago. I mean, we heard stories there of people really um, struggling with that. So it happens. But yeah, as long as we keep talking about it, improving, I think that's the most important thing. Yeah, I think that's really well said. And so, Elena, if people want to learn more about maybe the referendum or just follow you in general, where can they find you and potentially reach out and offer some support? Um, People can always reach out to me and uh, I will give them several links where they find arguments as well or how they can support um, the campaign, campaign itself uh, is called Ehe für alle, which is uh, German for marriage for all. And uh, they have a great homepage as well, uh, where they uh, show how you can support um, in the months leading up to the voting. All right. We will be sure to share those widely. Uh, Elena, we really appreciate you taking the time to join us today. And also, we just want to congratulate you on a wonderful curling career. Um, Thank you so much. It was it was so much fun to watch your your rise. A uh, little bummed out that uh, the world championship appearance didn't play out, but yeah. <laughs> uh, you know it, it was a great career. You were always so much fun to watch when we had the opportunity to see you on TV here. So congratulations on that, and uh, all the best moving forward. And we will uh, continue to offer our support and uh, pay attention to all the things going on in Switzerland leading up to that September referendum. Thank you so much. That means a lot to hear. So there you have it, our chat with Elena Stern. Again, we thank her for taking the time to join us. Scott, I really enjoyed that. Really great to get her perspective, a sense of what's going on. And again, to offer up whatever support we can. Obviously, we can't vote in this referendum, but we can hopefully use our platform to offer support. And potentially, if there are folks in Switzerland who listen to us or find us, go out and vote and and 
participate and offer your support to the LGBTQ plus community out there. So Scott, what did you think of that? Uh, Sean, I thought that was a great conversation. Elena is very well informed on the issues, of course, and a great ambassador uh, for, for, for this cause, especially a uh, great follow on social media, <clears throat> always, <clears throat> excuse me, talking, uh, uh, showing her, her life, right. Her living her life. And, uh, I think uh, she was a really great, uh, great voice today. Absolutely. Uh, wonderful to have her. A great player who decided to step away from the sport at the elite level this year. A uh, bit of a bummer, as I said to her on the show, that we didn't get the opportunity to see her at a world championship, sadly, given that uh, they were there. They were they're in there. Uh, mm-hmm. in BC last year before the event uh, was canceled in 2020 in Prince George. And we, we previewed it. It was so close that it was going to happen. And I picked Elena Stern to win. That's right. To win that world championship. Uh, And I, I really think that they, at the very least would have been competitive and made the playoffs. No question there. Uh, Oh yeah. So, so it's, it's sad in that regard to lose a great player from the sport, but you know, very, very confident that she will go on to uh, bigger and better things in, in her life. And uh, so and, and if we can support that in, in any way, starting with this referendum as a curling community, I think we uh, we are we all owe that to Elena Stern, who has given us a lot of great, uh, great memories, great games to watch over the years. Absolutely. Well said. In addition, if you want to get a sense, a, a broader sense, too, of some of the other ways in which we can all support the LGBTQ2 plus community in curling. Check the show notes. We will link to our episode on that we where we talked to Greg Smith, our journey out to the gay nationals. We'll link those below. We'll also link to some resources from the Equity and Diversity Council in curling that they have available. So check those out. And we will link to the materials from Elena that she mentioned the campaign materials. If you want to get a little bit more information on what exactly is going on in Switzerland and some of the resources that are available to offer support to our Swiss friends for those of us who are not in Switzerland. So check the show notes for that or head on over to gameofstonespod.com. We'll put all those together on the blog page so you can see everything that's going on and offer up support in whatever way we can. So that will do it for this week on the show. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. If you have not yet, please do subscribe wherever it is you get your podcast. Do the likes, ratings, comments, all that good stuff. Helps keep the show growing and helps us beat those algorithms. And as I mentioned, head on over to GameOfStonesPod.com. All the past episodes are there, plus the merch with all the proceeds from the T-shirts going to Food Banks Canada. Everything else proceeds to Sandra Schmirler Foundation. We're matching those as well. So it's like a double donation of sorts. If you go in and buy something, went in last week and did the donation to both those organizations. So we'll get set. And once the calendar turns to September, as we get to Labor Day, we will do that again. So head on over, see if there's anything you like. And if there's something that you want us to maybe put in there, do feel free to reach out. You can find us on social media at Game of Stones Pod. Or you can find us through email, Podcast at gmail.com. So, Scott, that'll do it for this week. That'll do it, Sean. And, and you know, you mentioned the merch. A little bit of a chill in the air the last couple of nights. <laughs> Those hoodies yeah, looking pretty good. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. So, thanks again, everybody, for listening. We'll be back with you again next week. But until then, 
Keep those brooms on the ice. Don't dump that intern. Make the final.